Hello and welcome to Master Your Coaching Biz, a podcast for rising coaches and entrepreneurs who want to design the life of their dreams and make a massive impact on the world while building an inspired, successful, and profitable business. I'm your host, Cheryl Thacker, Master Board Certified Coach, trainer, ICF Mentor Coach, international speaker, and founder of Successful Coaches Enterprise. I believe that every coach has a unique gift to present to the world, and I'm humbled that I've had the opportunity to work with hundreds of coaches and entrepreneurs on their journey to mastering their business. Join me each week as we explore all things coaching to master your business with tools, techniques, and strategies to create and market your products, get visible, make an impact, and grow your business. Listen in on interviews with leading coaches and entrepreneurs sharing their stories and best tips to teach, inspire, and empower you. Observe coaching sessions, participate in Q&A, and learn how to master your mindset to enhance your coaching skills. Are you ready to build the life and business of your dreams while doing what you love? Let's get started. do executive coaching for our company, or maybe you're going to do health and wellness coaching, they're still going to want your, uh, either your, you know, your CSV or your, um, your, uh, oh, shoot, <laughs> I feel like I'm going brain dead sometimes, uh, your resume. So they want to see that membership into professional organizations, just like anybody else that they're hiring and other kind of professionals, they want to see that they're you know, tuned in to their industry, that they belong to different places, uh, different organizations that can help them enhance their own coaching, their own development um, as coaches. So they're looking for that from us. And of course, there's a, there's a couple out there, but the largest organization is the ICF. And it's pretty reasonable. It's $245 for the year. Um, and it's prorated throughout the year as well. So if you come in in June, they're going to prorate it, and then they'll renew it in March. Uh, March is their renewal a month. Uh, so it's pretty, you know, again, pretty um, reasonable and they have a ton of different benefits that you can use in there. But the main one is, is that we get to, um, you know, enhance our skills. We can participate in different events. We can, of course, get no notices and news first. And um, the studies that they do are great, the consumer studies and also the coach study side studies. Um, the next thing that they're usually looking for is the credential. And, um, you know, depending on what your, uh, what kind of niche you're in, that credential will be either really important or maybe not so important. So definitely on the business side, any kind of executive or leadership coaching, most likely they're looking for a credential in the field. Now we have a couple credentials, but the main one, again, being the ICF, you can, uh, there's three different leveling um, or three different credential levels. You have the ACC, the PCC, and the MCC. The other one out there that's pretty popular is the BCC, Board Certified Coach, which is from the Center for Credentialing and Education. Um, and you can apply for that if you are uh, a certified coach and you have a certain number of hours. So they're looking for those coach specific credentials. Um, uh, and, and of course, experience. So here's the problem, like new coaches are like, well, I don't have any experience. How can I break into that? Well, when you start doing um, either peer coaching, pro bono coaching, or you offer up some free coaching to maybe an organization to start building up your experience. 
every hour you coach is an hour of experience and that should go onto your log. And that's something that you can always reference when either an individual or a company asks what your experience is. So even though you may not be going for a credential, I firmly believe you should be counting and logging your hours uh, so that you always know what your, what your actual coaching experience is. Um, and again, it could be pro bono or paid, it doesn't matter. Um, and then also looking for, you know, if you have, if you've taken courses, like, you know, even like college courses or what have you, because there's a bunch of colleges out there that have coaching courses. Um, if you have those, those can enhance your, um, your resume and your status with people that are looking to hire you as a coach. Um, now, if you have experience mentoring or supervising other coaches, that's like a one step up, depending on the position that you're looking for. Uh, or the, uh, again, this could be for contracting or it could be for maybe direct hire to a company. You know, depending on what you're looking for, they're looking for these different parameters. But if you have experience, any kind of experience with supervision or uh, mentoring, then that will be beneficial. Like I am a coach supervisor and I am a mentor coach. And so that helps me as far as uh, when people are asking me, what's your experience? And I can tell them, you know, those are the things I'm certified in and I've actually had the, the experience doing it. Um, and then of course, training and experience using a variety of different coaching tools or techniques. They wanna see what do you have? What do you use? What are the tools that you've found are beneficial to your clients? And they wanna see what that process is like. So they're gonna ask you about that. They're gonna ask you the tools that you use. They'll ask you the processes that you use. Um, they may or may not look for an academic diploma. If you have all of the certifications and credentialing, which um, except for the BCC, that's education-based, but anything with the ICF, you don't have to have uh, a, a college diploma. You just have to have your certifications. Uh, the BCC requires you to have at least um, a bachelor's. Uh, there's seven different ways that you can apply. The higher your education, the less of the other qualifications you need, but um, they do look for that bachelor's. The ICF side, you, do not, you don't need that. Um, and then of course, referrals and testimonials. That's really important. That is what makes us stand out, right? We have clients that say they loved working with us. We have organizations that said that we did a great job for their clientele or their membership. Um, you know, so when you, when you first start coaching, especially if you're doing pro bono or, you know, as you get on later, it doesn't have to be when you first start, but as you get on coaching, you want to be making sure, you want to make sure that you're asking for testimonials. It's huge. It's important for you to have those testimonials. They should be on your website. They should be in your marketing materials. Um, if you guys are following me any length of time, you know that I actually post some of my um, testimonials. And then of course they're on my website as well because I want people to see that, um, you know, I'm doing a good job. My clients are enjoying working with me and they're getting results and they're, you know, they're coming out of overwhelm uh, or whatever the case is. So I like to see that. Hi Maria. Uh, so, so that other coaches that want to hire me can see that, you know, that I have coach experience. Here's all my, you know, my education side and my training side, but what about working directly with somebody? What does that look like? And they can look at my testimonials and get an idea for that, right? Um, and then also just looking at like, how are we involved in our communities? How are we involved in 
furthering coaching as an industry? Um, you know, are we, are we, are we participating in things with like ICF studies and um, are we volunteering time in other areas? Are we, do we have pro bono hours that we have every year that we can say, hey, I'm, you know, I'm giving back by helping out so many hours a year. Um, and I do 300 hours a year of pro bono. So I think it's really important to have some pro bono hours. Of course, you don't have to do 300, but whatever, you know, sits right with you. Um, people look for that. They want to see that we're giving back into the community, that we are um, also helping others uh, in a way that our paid side doesn't help. So they do want to see that as well. Um, and you can just actually create a little PDF that has all this information that I just talked about. Um, you know, your, your credentialing or your certification, your credentialing, your education, your experience, how many coaching hours you have. Um, you know, some, if you have those um, volunteer hours, how many volunteer hours, what organizations do you volunteer on behalf of, um, you know, those type of things that you want to really get into a PDF kind of like your media page, um, except it's for <laughs> just specifically for people that want to work with you. And you can very easily shoot that off to somebody, right? If they say, hey, I'd really like to see your experience. Do you have a resume or whatever? If you don't have a resume, well, you have this PDF. Um, and that's kind of like your media kit. You can send that media kit to them. Um, what else? Uh, the minimum kind of requirements are usually that, um, again, your certification and ongoing training. And if you're credentialed, you do have to automatically get 40, you know, um, 40 CCEs in a three-year period anyway on the ICF side. On the BCC side, you need 75 CCs, uh, CCEs in a five-year period. So there's usually, um, you know, if you belong to an, an organization, you're already doing those um, additional credits. And like I said, there's other organizations out there. There's the, um, the uh, I forget what it's called actually, but I think it's IAF. Um, and then there's the LIFE one, um, which might be LAF. Uh, <laughs> I don't know for sure. Uh, but they're smaller organizations, but they're still organizations, right? They're still part of the coaching industry um, and can be beneficial to be members of those. Um, so you want to think about that. Uh, the other thing is that they want to see, um, you know, if you have group coaching experience and you can get testimonies based on how you manage a group, that will actually... Uh, put you above some of the other ones. I'm oh, sorry, got this air conditioning blowing my hair out. Um, <laughs> so if you um, have done group programs, make sure you're getting testimonials from them. Again, you know, how you run the group, the dynamics in the group, um, even how you make members feel of the group, that can be beneficial. That can be something that stands out. To, um, to an organization that's looking to hire you. And again, it could be businesses, it could be charities or organizations that want you to do wellness, want you to do business coaching, executive leadership, um, maybe team relationships, right? Uh, helping to build teams. There's a ton of different ways that you can get into uh, bigger companies, but also the individual, like the executive or the leader that is looking for coaching or, you know, the mom down the street who's looking for a parent coach or a mom coach, 
they want to they want to see what who are they investing their money into right especially if we are um, wanting to up level our business and really bring in what we're worth as coaches we have to back that up right and i know that there's a lot of people out there that don't have experience in coaching and they are making money at it and that's true like there's no doubting that right but for us for certified coaches we have a different path right we have a different calling uh, we want to be credentialed and cer or certified and then hopefully credentialed um, in some way. But, um, you know, there's other people that you might be up against and they're going to see that you stand out because you have these other qualifications and you have this other experience. Um, another thing to think of is that uh, there's some things that we can add to it, right, that we can complement our training with. So I'm just going to kind of give you like a little checklist here, right? We talked about the certification, the credentialing, how many hours we've coached, that experience, what we're giving back, um, maybe what we're doing pro bono or uh, you know, how we're helping our communities, things like that. And then any group programs that you've done, um, you know, how you're managing those groups and what the groups are getting out of it. But some other things that you can look at are like, you know, do you have some psychology courses or some um, psychology based programs that you've taken. Um, maybe you're certified in NLP, uh, or maybe you're looking to get certified in NLP, or maybe you have on the holistic side, maybe you have Reiki training, or you know, hip, maybe you do hypnosis. Like, what, are, what do you have that is complementing your coaching experience? Um, and just to give you an example, I have the, e, the um, EIQ certification that helps enhance my. Um, you know, my coaching. I also have some certifications in different types of coaching, like specific to, uh, I'm a certified veterans development coach, so I can really speak to um, veterans and their struggles and their families' struggles. Typically, I deal with the spouses, but, um, you know, it, I have that experience. I have that training to complement my, my um, you know, my core training. You know, also, if you're getting like master certifications or certifications in different niches, right, so that you can be very specific and show the training to that area that you're looking to um, to get hired in or for somebody to um, contract with you uh, for their business. Some other things, um, you know, maybe you have some for if you're going to be working for companies. Maybe you have some HR training. Maybe you take a course here and there, right? These don't have to be like full-blown um, diplomas or anything, but maybe maybe it's a certification or maybe it's just you know a course that you can say, yeah, I have like 10 hours training. Um, diversity and inclusion, really important. And actually we're gonna be doing a training uh, on diversity and inclusion with, um, with one of our members and one of my uh, longest uh, students that I've known. <laughs> Uh, Teddy Parsons. So we're going to be doing a training on that. But, you know, do you have diversity inclusion training? Do you have some, um, you know, again, HR training? Uh, maybe as far as um, complementary skills, like, do you have like transaction analysis? Again, depending on what you're doing, the NLP, um, maybe systemic analysis or CBT, cognitive behavior therapy, um, or maybe, you know, again, some kind, some different types of psychology, uh, mindset, you know, what are the things specific that you've done or taken the courses, the training that you've gotten that can complement uh, your niche area and your target audience to make you a better coach for them? 
Now these things, um, especially certified coaches, we can say, you know what, we don't, we don't tell clients, right? We don't consult, we don't give that information. So why do we get these trainings? Because these trainings round us out. It gives us more um, knowledge and more um, kind of ammunition to help the client, but it also allows us to offer programs, things outside of our coaching, like group programs or trainings that we can pull our target audience into. And then those group people become our um, prospects for one-on-one uh, -on -one coaching or higher end programs, right? So, um, so it's only beneficial for us to, to get that extra training to complement what we've already got going on. Um, and then of course, I talked about the professional experience. Lay this out in that PDF that you create, that media kit. Um, you know, how many um, hours or how many years? So you can do it either way. Um, if you don't have a whole lot of years, you might want to do the hours to show the, you know, it's just a higher number. It gives a better impression. Um, so you can do it either way. But, um, you know, how many hours coaching? How many hours, you know, doing anything else that you've done? Training, mentoring, um, you know, group programs, what have you. You want to lay out the actual experience. And then, you know, what are you, uh, what are other things do you have? Like, you know, have you done a Myers-Briggs or, or do you offer a Myers-Briggs or an EIQ test or, um, you know, Gallup's uh, strength finders? So what are some other things that you can get certified in, again, that are going to help you in whatever area you're targeting? Uh, and just like for the business area, uh, uh, especially leadership and executive coaching, Myers-Briggs is a good um, certification to have as well as um, strength finders. And there's a ton of other ones, right? A ton of other assessments that we can use in our coaching. For me, EIQ made sense because first of all, I had an interest in EIQ and I was originally coaching for Recovery Nation um, only. And so um, it made sense for me to have that training so I can could give again, that more rounded view uh, and help to my coaching clients. And then also in the programs that I did outside of the actual coaching. And now it's perfect for coaches as well, because I can help coaches increase their emotional intelligence. Uh, and I can do that through programs or one-on-one -on -one or whatever I want to do, right? So it's, it just gives me that flexibility. So again, think about what you can use to complement your specific um, target audience. And, and if you don't know, if you're kind of confused, you can always put in the comments, you know, what your specific target audience is. And I would be glad to make some suggestions that I feel anyway, my opinion, would benefit you to round out your coaching experience. Um, so 360 uh, reviews as well. So I do the EIQ 360, but you know, regular 360 reviews, depending on what uh, assessment you're doing are, you know, are great people, companies like that. They like to see that you're able to look at things from a 360 view and that you could give a 360 evaluation. Um, and then if you are somebody that had um, HR training, like being able to write reviews or review reviews, <laughs> um, you know, managers and CEOs and executives, they like to see that. They like to see that you have that uh, kind of that knowledge, that background in being able to assess somebody in a workplace environment. Uh, again, if you're going for the workplace um, niche. Um, what else? That was a lot. So um, I think, oh, and then just ongoing training, right? You wanna show people that you're continuing your training. 
that could just be a course here and there but you put that into your media kit and you show the years that you've done it, right? The, the year that you took the courses. So you can show that you're continue, continuing your education and staying involved um, in addition to being a member of one of the groups uh, for coaches. Um, and I think that's it. I think that's what, that's what we have to look at when people are looking for, um, for us to, to hire us as their coach. We wanna have these things kind of, um, again, in some kind of a media kit uh, or resume or CSV, whatever you wanna do, um, that you can show people you can give to people. And then you can also use that in your marketing, right? You can talk about those things uh, that you're doing and that you're enhancing your training with in your marketing posts. Um, and I did a post uh, yesterday for the ICF uh, group that I'm running later this month. And in there, I told you my qualifications. I told you what I've been doing, uh, you know, since I've been certified 12 years ago, um, you know, the training director position, the different certifications that I've been a mentor coach, that I'm a PCC and a BCC. Why do I do that? It's not to brag, it's to show, it's to um, have people to start trust, right? To really see that I take my coaching seriously and I take my, uh, my out, outlining education seriously. And I definitely have a passion for it, right? Because I wouldn't do all this if I didn't have a passion for it. Um, so I want people to see that. It's, it's my first step with them, or maybe it's, you know, maybe it's a second or third step, but it's where they can see that I have the passion. They can see that I've put the time and the investment into it as well. Because when we invest in ourselves, other, other people benefit from that. So they see that as a positive when we've been able to uh, invest in ourselves. So that's the reason why you can use those things in your marketing to make people feel more comfortable and to start to build that rapport, trust and intimacy just by showing what you are doing. And of course, having that, again, that PDF that you can uh, use as a media kit. And you can even put that onto your website if you'd like or link it into your email. Uh, so people can just take a glance of it, right? So um, for instance, if you, have an email list, having that linked in your email signature uh, is beneficial because people can click there and get your experience right away. Of course, they can, you want your website in there as well, so they can go to your website, but, um, you know, just kind of fast, easy ways for people to see what your experience is and what you do and how you do it. Um, okay, so that was my topic for today. If you have questions, uh, because I can't see the comments anywhere that I'm looking, Please put the comments into the, or please put your questions into the comments. If you're watching the replay, please put hashtag replay. I will answer each and every question and comment that you make. <laughs> so thanks a lot guys for joining me today. I will see you um, back here for our lunch and learn next week. And uh, of course I'll be in the group tomorrow as well. Uh, and if you have questions on how to enhance your training specifically or your uh, you know, ICF credentialing, please put that into the comments as well. I have that group starting on the 27th of May, and I'd love to see you guys in that group to get your ACC or PCC credential. So I'll talk to you later. Have a great day. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for listening in today. I'm so glad we got to spend this time together. If you love today's show, please consider leaving me a review on the Apple Podcast app so other coaches can find the podcast. For more information about me, visit SuccessfulCoaches.com. 
For daily inspiration and affirmations, follow me on Instagram at Coach Cheryl Thacker. Be sure to send me a DM so I can say hello. Until next time, to your success.